0: Okay, let's get started. Sorry for the delay. Morning. Okay, so I'm going to learn a very fascinating letter of the previous Rebbe addressing a question that every thinking person asks in his life, not just once, but many times. And the question is why am I here? What's, what's the point of m- my existence? What am I supposed to do here? And although there is a Torah, and there's a mitzvahs, and there's a code of Jewish law, and it seems to address a lot of what we're meant to do. But more often than not, despite the fact that we have so much instruction and guidance from the code of Jewish law, most of our decisions, it seems, are in our own court. And they're not directly governed by the code of Jewish law. So the question is how to figure out what your role is specifically, and uh, and the previous episode is going to analyze this from a very uh, you'll see from very very look look asking very pointed questions about uh, who we are and where we come from to to get to bring us to come to a, a personal conclusion about this question. There was a uh, a tzaddik in the Dubna Maggid who was famous for his parables. Uh, the Maggid gave the following parable. Uh, he said that there was a uh, Jew who hired someone to bring him lumber, and uh, the deal was that if the lumber does not arrive on time, he is the deal is off. He has to, the lumber has to be received on time. Oh, good morning. He does not get the lumber on time, he is not responsible to pay for it. So the gentleman. This wagon driver accepts the uh, deal, and he tries to bring him the lumber. It was the month of Tavis, and it was treacherous rains. And it was muddy. And he couldn't bring him the lumber on time. So after the uh, he delivers the lumber, the guy says, "I'm not paying you. You, you brought it too late." So they went to a court. No, well, I brought it. To you. They went to court, and the besn. The, the court says, "What's your claim? My claim is that the, the, it was raining." So, well, you accepted the condition, you accepted the deal, and and therefore uh, you are responsible for for what you accepted. See, one second. Where does this rule come from? It comes from the Torah. Ah, when was the Torah given? Torah was given in the month of Sivan. Okay, Sivan is a summertime month of Sivan. If I would then it would make sense for this for this rule to apply. But now we're in the month of Tavis when the when the winter time. So this rule does not make sense at this time that we're in right now. This rule makes sense in a time when it's when, it aren't, when it isn't raining so much. When the time that when it's raining, this this rule does not does not make sense. So in a similar way, people often uh, rationalize because you know we want to um, we want to have our conscience uh, to uh, justify whatever we're doing. So we often rationalize our circumstances and where we are and where we come from. And therefore, we adjust the Torah's messages for us because of our because of convenience. So that's a mistake, of course. You can't you can't lower the bar just because of your circumstance. On the other hand, there is a lot about your circumstance and where you were born and why you were born and who to, to, to give you insight about what your specific soul mission is so while on the one hand it doesn't make sense to adjust hashem's instruction to you based upon your circumstance and to lower the bar it also doesn't make sense to ignore all of who you are and what you're about to uh, to, to consider what your unique role is in this world you have to ask those questions have. we see even among um, uh, among torah scholars of generations that there were different torah insights that were revealed different times of history the the, um, the torah says that when god gave us the torah there was a voice and the voice called god Ali Yosef was a great voice alayasaf what's Yosef mean one interpretation is never stopped and with that voice all prophets today till today are able to prophesy with the same voice that God gave us at Mount Sinai. So that means that although Hashem wanted uh, to tell us a message, didn't, doesn't want us to know that message at, in the year 2448, wants us to know that message in 5781. Different messages Hashem gives us at different times in history. And each generation Hashem gives Jewish people someone like Moshe Rabbeinu, who's, who's meant to give the generation what they need to know for, that, for their time. The Gemara says that uh, although everyone has to do all the mitzvahs, there's something called Zoyer Tzveh. means a mitzvah that you are more careful. O Bochbam, have The Gemara recounts a discussion where one sage asks another, what did your father, He you did all the mitzvahs, What mitzvah did he do most, did he pay the most attention to? In Hebrew, the word for paying attention, zahir, also means Zoihar, which means light. Which mitzvah did his soul shine in? Which mitzvah did, did his soul spe- specifically was he was he the most animated Which mitzvah did he, did he, was, was he the most animated in? So, in, in a similar way, the author of says in Tanya in Hakodesh, uh, he says that although um, although we're all obligated to all mitzvahs, but there are certain times that that the focus is on a certain mitzvah. For example, uh, the Rebbe once said that Chassidim in our time, our mitzvah is to share the springs of Chassidim. The Rebbe spoke about how since we're at the time of the end of the exile, our role right now is to work on greeting Mashiach. We we need to polish the buttons, the Rebbe said at one point, or to prepare to greet Mashiach. On another occasion, uh, the Rebbe said that we've already polished the buttons. our, Our job is to just stand ready and greet Mashiach, and to make sure that all of our Torah and all of our mitzvahs are done with how with this intent. How will this lead towards the coming of Mashiach? As we're discussing on Shabbos about how when Mashiach comes, um, the air will change. We'll feel good. We'll feel good on, on Mashiach will come. In a Similar way, it's possible to see good in others and to feel good when you see other people because because looking for the good in them. So, so the the, the focus of our generation in general is about greeting Mashiach and, and thinking about how we'll be in a moment after Mashiach comes. But that's all general. But then there's you and where you come from. Very often people who um, came from backgrounds with a lot of knowledge of secular knowledge and they came bali tshuva, they, they wanted to uh, reject all that they've learned. They said, well, now I've, I've become bal I want to stop being a doctor, I want to stop being a musician, I want to now be from. I want to be religious. And more often than not, the uh, Rebbe advised artists and writers and psychologists and psychiatrists and scientists. Don't ignore what you've, given, what you've been given. This, what you, where, where you are in the language of the Hayom Yom, the Rebbe writes in Hayom Yom. Where you are, God decides. What you do there, you decide. So that's what this letter is going to address. This letter written to actually Rabbi El Einbinder. This is the second longest letter of the previous Rebbe. The longest letter is a letter he wrote to Rebetzin Mushka uh, about uh, the long story of, of a student, the Mardachai, and how he brought his friends to, um, to recognize the path of Chassidus. This, this letter was written to Rabbi Eimender from the Valley's father. Uh, and the previous Rebetzin had to, to study this letter. Uh, he should study this letter. But he said this, this letter should be distributed. People should focus and learn this letter to know, know what life is about. Let's go. Actually, this letter was sent on the 10th day of the year, around this time, in the year Tafshin Bayes in 1942. To my esteemed friend, who is God fearing, Rabbi El Yitzvi, greetings and blessings. I the the I received your letter when you sent it, but I was busy with serious work arranging the curriculum of all the yeshivas, may there be more, in this country, in Canada, and there's a and in Israel. Because I was so busy, I didn't have the time to write to you as I desired to. It says in the Pasuk, this is the book of the Chronicles of Man. On the surface is a book about all of mankind. But the Friday says this book is not just a, this is does this is not just referring to that particular book, the book of Chronicles, but this is also a book that each of us has, each of us is a book. Till the Sodim say, A person's life is a book which has to be studied. And this book has to be the uh, what shows you the way in your life. You're told us your your genealogy, where you come from is we'll see what 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 that means exactly, is the book that you have to study. You have to study your own life. The Adam, you are. Your chronicles, your own, your own life has to be studied, and by studying it, that will give you insight of what your life is about. Tildus Adam, the mention Geburat means. What does it mean? Your birth. What are we referring to when we say your birth? That you have to study your birth. What are we referring to? Aleph, number one, we're in the third paragraph. Their from the mention if developed. The purpose of why a human being is born in this world. Number two, by Vemen Who were your parents? Gimel, in very good one where were you born? Four, Dalit, in welches man what time were you born? Hey, what kind of education did you receive? Vav, six, in vos faras what kind of environment did you grow up in? Zion, seven, welch a what kind of talents do you have? Ches, one second: Yeah. What Yes. What kind of um, natural tendencies do you have? Tests, welche Eigenschaften. What kind of, what kind of uh, characteristics uh, do, do you have? And we're going to analyze the difference between all. Of them. I, know a lot, I know the eight and nine sound similar. What natural what your natural uh, midas are, your natural characteristics, and nine, which characteristics, and it sounds like very simple. We'll get, we'll get to that. How divine providence has guided you this whole time, and from the moment you were born until the time you became. A, uh, a standing on your own two feet and having a, uh, a uh, approach to life. How divine providence has brought you from, from where you were to where you are now. That's till the sudden. So there are 10 things here. Why you are born, who your parents were, the place you were born, the time you were born, the education you received, the environment you grew up in, the talents you have, the natural this you have, the natural, character, the, the, the natural characteristics and tendencies you have and how divine providence has brought you to where you are now. Not time of day. I think time refers, we're going to address each of them in detail, the time of history. When the Allah O'Abbadir Sen, although you reminded me, um, the Rebbe once uh, was looking out, out of the window, out of his office. <laughs> See I'm saying in general, I don't know where this comes from. When the Rebbe looks out of the window, whatever a Rebbe does, whatever a Sadiq does is... is the Gemara says that even a Tamil chacham even a wise person, whenever he says something, it's with wisdom. And even though he not, might not be discussing Torah, whatever a Tamil chacham says, it's always... Uh, it always could learn from it. Yes, that even the mundane conversations of a Tamil chacham of a wise person has to be studied. But they say, when the Rebbe looks out of a window, that's like a, uh, he's seeing something far, far away. So the way I heard the story was, I don't know if the story is accurate, but the way I heard the story, the Rebbe was looking outside a window and the Rebbe said to one of the secretaries, that's the date the Rebbe was born. It was a Friday. The Rebbe said on Friday, no matter how much you try to accomplish, by Jews, there's never enough time of day. No matter how long the day is, you know, like in the summertime, no matter how long the day is, Friday is never, always a short day. That was saying how he, he, how he doesn't have enough time to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. He, he, can't, he, can't, he can't do what he wants to do. So the secretary who was there told the Rebbe, what do you mean the Rebbe did so many blessings for so many people and brought so many children through the Rebbe's blessings. All the things he told the Rebbe, Rebbe discounted. And finally he told the Rebbe, what about all the bali Shuva? What about all those who inspired the Shuva? And that the Rebbe acknowledged, that was indeed a Something that 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 was uh, uh, worth coming to the world for. That's Something that he did accomplish. Anyways, so from the Allahu ibn der Montet sends Zach and stands up to Zaman the Tillus Adam. And Dan is thus a safer of Echma Darf Lenin. And Oisclaim the Darf HaChaim. Be their Mensh. But Darf Sech Ufir in Allaz Ein From all of these above mentioned ten things, are from all them together. We have the story of man, and now we have a book which has to be studied, and now you're able to choose, once you, learn the, once you learn this, once you learn all these 10 things, you now have a book, which can guide you to make a manual to choose the path of life that you have to live your life in, in all of your affairs, both in regards to how you have to serve Hashem, and also the way you have to treat others. We're Registering now the page, next slide. al Ibrahim. ba munition sorry, I don't know if this letter has ever been translated in English or in Hebrew. Uh, So I I only have the the original Yiddish. All creatures which God made have a purpose. And God created them for the, he created them for that purpose, and they have to fulfill the intent for why God made them. Lamashal, for example, in them was Hashem is Baruch Hu. in the mentions is v'ran kavana. Hashem is Baruch Hu them from the mention. The, when God creates a human being, there's a purpose for why God makes that person. When they're mentioned and a person has a purpose, the tachos v'edim ba'shafenish is there's all two kumunza zahachradar. The purpose of each creature is to achieve a higher love. Every creature is here to go higher. All creatures are divided into four categories. The inanimate, vegetation, animal, and human. The goal of the inanimate is to bring benefit to vegetation. The goal of vegetation is to bring benefit to the animal. And the goal of the animal is to bring benefit to serve human. The tachos medaber is what's the goal of a human being? Is to bring is is to bring benefit, so to speak, to serve Hashem. With the mission is the whole world was created for me, and I was created to serve Hashem. The whole world was created for me, and I was created to serve Hashem. That's why the Gemara says, Hashem made man on the last day of creation. One reason is because Hashem says this is the crown of creation. All creation is created for Him. And therefore, He is created last because He wants Hashem wanted everything to be ready for us to be there before, before we're born. But why are we here? The whole world is created for you, but why are you here? You are here to serve Hashem. By the way, if anyone has any questions, please jump in with a with question. Yeah. His question was, what am I doing here? <laughs> uh, uh, he, he just got engaged, and uh, he wanted to know, you know, by starting off his life. And the Frigot gave him as a present this, this, uh, this letter. Um, the purpose of the world, the purpose of a human being, is higher than our understanding. The Gemara uses the term desire talking about God's will for creation because a desire is something which is beyond logic and reason you just want so when we're talking about Hashem's desire for creation you can't know um you can't understand Hashem's desire. We can know what he desired, as we'll discuss soon, but why he desired, we can't understand. It a time, Hashem desired that we should take a place of darkness, and in this place of darkness, we should make, make this place a home for Hashem. That's what Hashem wants, as we'll discuss. But why Hashem wanted, you can't know. And that's why the Gemara says, there's a Pusik, his thighs were pillars of marble, and they were. Um, they were on top of sockets of gold. So the Gemara comments on this uh, verse, the word thighs refers to the world. The word pillars of, of marble are, why is the world called, um, why is the world called shaykhav, which means thighs? Because shaykhav is related to the word desire. God desired the world. What kind of world did he want? He wanted a world that was based on pillars of marble. What does marble mean? Marble, the word marble shesh, is also the root of the word sh- six. So Hashem desired a world that was created in six days, and it's based upon, it's founded upon sockets of gold. What's the sockets of gold? The sockets of gold are to the, the, the Torah portions. So for our purposes, what we want to know from this from this um, um, statement of the um, of our sages, we want to we want to focus on the word. Thighs, which means, which is the same root as the word desire. Hashem desired the world, and we can't understand why He desired. Or, in the next paragraph, mm-hmm. Hashem desired to have a home in the lowest realm. Hashem desired to have a home in the lowest realm. And the al explains in Tanya, when we say the word lowest, obviously we're not talking about physical space because there is no um, higher and lower uh, in regarding spiritual things. Uh, that's not relevant to higher physical. There's no higher and lower physical, physical higher and lower. When we're talking about something spiritual, we're talking about the, a place which is low in the sense that Hashem's presence is the most hidden from. That This world is a world full of klippe, full of things that hide Hashem. And Hashem wants in this world, a world, a world, a world full of klipa, a world full of things that go against Hashem. And here, uh, the, Hashem wants to have a home. is As if a glustung, a The author said regarding a desire, you can't ask any questions when there is a logical reason for something so you could ask a question and when you delve deeply into a concept with your mind you're able to find an answer for a question but for a desire which is beyond logic you can't ask a question there are various philosophers jewish philosophers who addressed the purpose of creation uh, from different standpoints um the zohar says the purpose of creation is that we should know hashem it's Chaim says the purpose of creation is actually it's the opposite the it's says the purpose of creation is so that hashem should reveal his strength the zohar says the purpose of creation is that we should know hashem so chasidus says that these two explanations of the Zohar and the Chaim aren't uh really a satisfactory explanation for creation because if the purpose of creation is that there should be beings that know hashem so hashem should have stopped when he created the better creations in the world of Atzilus, the angels and souls the world of Atzilus. those those creations the highest worlds they know hashem is they should have been done there why do they continue on to create the worlds beneath Hatzilus? <laughs> and also if we're talking about hashem who created logic how can you say a logical reason for creation Hashem made the rules of logic. So you could say, can you say there's really a logical purpose of creation when Hashem created logic in the first place? So all explanations that you're going to give for creation are going to be based upon a reason which Hashem made logic in the first place. So what Hasidah says is, is that the other explanations are, are explanations that are satisfactory from the standpoint of, of, the, of the Zohar and its Chaim, which were from the various uh worlds that they came from the Zohar Kabbalah comes to the world of Atsilus it's Chaim is also a Kabbalistic work from the standpoint of those works so you could uh, the, uh, or let's in the world of Atsilus what's the purpose of creation ask if you if you will live in Atsilus you look you look like living in Atsilus no <laughs> if you live in Atzilus, you live in the highest world so then, so then your perspective. So then, what do you consider to be the best thing in creation? The best in creation is that we know Hashem, that, that's the goal of creation, that's true in that world. But asking the question in this world, it's it, it, that that, does, that doesn't satisfy because this world doesn't know Hashem in that, in that way. So, asking the question of Hashem's essence, either which is beyond logic won't give you an answer because Shem's essence is beyond logic in the first place. Therefore, the altar says it's a desire, and, is, and regarding a desire of Hashem, you can't ask the question. Hashem desired? they no, desired? That's what he wanted. What did he desire? We do know. Why he desired? You can't ask, because it's a desire. Now, it may seem unfair to uh, say that Hashem has desires, and we also have desires, and why do his desires have to govern our lives? No? I also have desires, but it's the exact opposite. Um... Well, you know, it's a larger discussion. But we'll get in tomorrow and show the difference in you know, Hashem's desires and our desires. But any 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 other questions before before we, we break for today? Right. Yeah. As human beings, how can we possibly understand Hashem? It's such a complex. Uh, uh, it's so, uh, 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 I hear your question. Ask the opposite question. If Hashem is our Father, how could He put us in this world without having any way of getting back of, of connecting to Him? If Hashem cares about you. How could He put you in a world in a way that you would have no way of figuring out how to connect with Him? If He cares about you, so 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 for sure there must be Hashem for sure didn't leave us alone and that we have no way of connecting with Him. For sure Hashem must have given us guidance, not just to connect with Him, but as we're discussing this in this letter, a specific message Hashem has for you based upon your book, your book of life of where you need to go. Yes, yes, we can get to. It. All right. Great day Yonatan, great day Amit, great day Rebzev, great day uh great You're welcome. Great thank you. Where where's this letter printed? This isn't um, text me, I'll 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 send I'll send you the uh words from. Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, the, uh... thank you, Rev. Mm-hmm.